You are listening to another episode of the Hey Social Babes podcast. My name is Brittany Megan, and I will be your host. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, social babes. Welcome back to another Socials and Stilettos podcast. I am super excited for today's episode. Today, we are going to be welcoming Stephanie Orlando, founder of Little Rose Cookie Co. And she's going to be sharing a little bit about her journey and how she built her amazing brand. So welcome, Stephanie. Thank you so much for being part of the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm so happy and excited to be here. So I'm so excited that you're here. Me too. (laughs) Why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started in your business of sugar cookies. Yeah. So, um, I have been baking since I was a kid. I always watched the food network baking, but I never really thought I'd go into business with it. I just, it was something I always loved to do from a young age, which is the dream, right? You always want to do something in your life that you, that you loved your whole life. Um, just as much as I knew I loved baking, I knew from a very young age, I would be an entrepreneur. I had no idea what I would do with my life, but I somehow knew from a very young age that I would be an entrepreneur no matter what. So fast forward a little bit, I get a job at Longo's, the grocery store. (laughs) I did customer service a little bit and then I moved to the bakery and I decorated and it was lots of fun, but that's a little more like commercial, right? Like you're not baking things, things come in frozen in any bakery of that nature, right? Right. Um, but it was like decorating and it was fun and smelling like bread and pastries all the time was, <laughs> I just love that. But again, even at that point, I didn't, I didn't ever think I'd start a business like this. Um, I dabbled in a bunch of other things. I was ironically a personal trainer for a while. No I, yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, I worked at Good Life. I was a Zumba instructor. I did a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And then it was when I went on Uh, not when I'm at leave, but when I got pregnant, uh, I was about to throw my baby shower and I needed party favors. And I said, you know, at that time I was on a tight budget. I had just been a personal trainer and we did not make great money. (laughs) Um, So I was on a bit of a budget and I said, I'm going to make my own party favors. You know, the sugar cookie thing is kind of a trend. I don't know. I guess I had seen a few videos and I said, I'm going to do this. I made the party favors. And everybody liked them. They were not great, but they were not bad. (laughs) Um, Then it was like my sister's first communion. I made these little doves and everyone was like, oh, those are really beautiful. They were getting better and better. And there was like three or four things. And then I remember in one day, two people, or it was like over the span of two days, like three people or something like that had asked me, hey, those sugar cookies you've been making, uh, I know somebody that needs sugar cookies for an occasion. Like, would you sell them? And it was literally so bizarre how I honestly, I'm very, I'm a bit of a hippie and I believe (laughs) that the universe sends you signs. Right. And I saw that sign, like two or three people asked me in the span of two or three days, Hey, would you sell your cookies? And I was like, this is what is happening. So it was crazy how the business almost came to me. I always say it landed on my lap and I said, okay, I'm going to do this. And it was just something inside me just flipped like a switch. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. So I, you know, I have a cousin in marketing and another brother and sister, and they're very creative and they helped me, um, come up with a logo. And then, you know, my cousin, Daniela, she's also like my best friend. She showed me how to build a website on Squarespace and she, she gave me the basics and helped me set up the basics. And from there, I just, I was obsessed. I just became obsessed with building this business. And I don't even think I realized how far it was going to go, but I, 
I just dove right in wholeheartedly. So that's how it all got started. That is so crazy. I have like goosebumps over my entire body. (laughs) I am like such a big believer in the whole, you know, the universe sends you signs and it's like, you know, you heard from those three people and why it's probably because, okay, you didn't hear us the first time. Let me tell you again. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And then finally you're like, oh, light bulb. Okay. Yeah. And it just sat with me like, that something lit in my soul. I just knew something was going to come of it, but that is so crazy. Yeah. So you taught yourself how to do these cookies. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That is so crazy. (laughs) I had never done it before that. I mean, I had done it maybe once or twice. I didn't even know how to make royal icing. It was just literally water and icing sugar in random amounts. I had no clue what I was doing, but it was fun, right? It's Wow. And that's, I feel like that's where a lot of, you know, the most successful businesses come from is from passion. It's like, you got to be passionate because you got to have that passion because if you don't, it feels like work. And, Mm -hmm. you know, every day when I'm watching your Instagram stories, like it doesn't look like you're working. (laughs) Like it looks like you're just having the best time ever. Yeah. It's like such a beautiful mix of both. Like, you know, people always go, Oh my God, you taught yourself. And it's like, yeah, but that's the best way we have so much information available to us on the internet that you absolutely can teach yourself. And when you want to, I have just been watching, you know, that thing on Netflix that like Michael Jordan, there's like a new basketball one out. And I'm just like, I feel like Michael Jordan, the way he talks about basketball, about cookies. He was like, nothing could stop me. I would do anything. They told me to do 10 reps. I did 12. And I'm like, that's how I am with cookies. I'm like, I get it here. And I'm like, okay, how much farther can I take this? And I'm still consider myself kind of a baby company, but I, you know, I have the fire lit under my butt to keep going. Yeah. And the momentum is insane. Like you just opened up your store, right? Tell Mm -hmm. us a little bit about that. Did you even know you wanted to open a store? No. So, uh, okay. So I started out literally in my grandmother's kitchen, shout out to my nonna. (laughs) She let (laughs) me use her kitchen and, uh, I didn't even have like a baker's rack. I had like one tiny cookie tray. I didn't even know to buy like proper gel colors. I used those little ones from the grocery store. Like I had no idea what I was doing. Um, and then, so I transitioned from there and then I, I got a, you know, a house with my kids, a little semi detached house and I was doing it from home. And it was a couple reasons that I ended up deciding to get a store, but, but the story I always tell is that me and my kids, my cookies took over that house so much that the cookies were all over the table. So like me and my kids would have picnics at dinner time, like, put up, <laughs> like come on girls and like putting a blanket on the floor. And like, I would say it was a picnic and we made it fun. It wasn't like, sorry guys, we have to eat on the floor. I made it fun. But um, it, cookies were taking over my house. The other thing that was happening too, there were three things. There was that, it was taking over my house. People were messaging me on Instagram or by email and they would say, Steph, uh, I just, I just discovered your cookies. I didn't even know you existed, but I have this occasion like tomorrow. I don't care what the cookies look like. Can you make me anything? And I'm like, no, sorry. Like I already am booked with orders. And I was like, oh man, if I had a storefront, people could just walk in and grab cookies. And I can't really do that out of my home. Right. Right. Otherwise I'd be messaging people back and forth. Okay. What do you want? I have some flowers. They can just come in. They can look around and I want to do coffee. tea. I'm a very, in case you haven't noticed social person. And like I thrive on human connection and you seem like that too. Yeah. So like the thought of me being behind a counter serving people like, Oh, and I was a bartender for a long time, a server for a long time. So I just feel like I have the server bug in me. I just love to give and serve. Right. Um, so there was that, that was number two, number three, this one's a little bit on the bummer side of things, but you know, I wasn't 
to be totally transparent, at the time I didn't have a kitchen license. I was just, I didn't know where this business was going to go. I was doing it for fun on the side, not thinking of, you know, where it was going to go. And, uh, people were starting to raise eyebrows at me. The bigger my mm. business was getting, the more I was getting DMs like, Hey, so how did you get your kitchen license? And I'm like, ah, I need to get a store. <laughs> I can't, you know, right. somebody was going to catch me. So anyway, that's what I ended up doing. Uh, the, those three reasons. And it, it's become, I'm very, I already told you I'm a hippie and I so believe in the law of attraction. And I, you know, I walked with my girls. I have two little toddlers around the block every night. And all I did when I walked was envision this store. And this is beyond what I envisioned. I just, I held it in my heart and I knew what I wanted. And I walked and it was like, have you ever heard of a walking meditation? Yeah. That's what I was doing. And I was just envisioning what I wanted. And and I just like, honestly feel like I manifested this beautiful store, which is why it's like, oh, when COVID hit, I was like, come on, <laughs> we right. for 10 days, but uh, it'll all come back. And honestly, I still feel, feel so grateful to be where I am. Yeah. And you guys, you know, well, really it's you, you're doing everything. <laughs> There's nobody else but you, right? And well, you- <laughs> well, I do have my, my brother does bake, um, so my brother does all the baking. He's my like one full-time employee that, um, well, right now it's kind of more like part-time, but full-time he bakes, um, you know, just because that allows me to have more time to decorate. Cause I do right now I do all the decorating. So. Right. That is amazing. And, you know, just seeing, you know, I've been following you for a little while now and just seeing the way that you've been able to adapt through just opening your store, but you found ways to really still be of service to your clients, you know, still offering that little bit of joy with those cookies, because I know that makes such a big difference is being able to smile through this, right? Which totally is amazing. Um, you know, I'm curious though, what's the story behind the name of Little Rose Cookie Ho? I love telling this story. Uh, roses have such a significance to me in so many ways. Um, this is kind of another little bit of a, some people don't believe in this. I'm not even sure if I really do. I mean, I guess some people have that kind of intuitive. Anyway, I went to two different psychics and I'm not one for that, but I, I just ended up going to see two different psychics at two different points. And right. both psychics told me, this is so weird. Both psychics told me that anytime I see roses, that's my grandfather who passed away six years ago. That's him saying that he's with me. That's him saying that he's, is that not the weirdest thing? That is crazy. It gives me chills every time I say it. Yeah. Both psychics told me that anytime I see roses, it's a sign that, you know, my grandfather may not know he's with me. So that's number one. Having heard that, um, and just loving the middle name Rose, my older daughter, she's three and a half, Juliana, I made her middle name Rose. And at the time when I started my business, I only had her, I hadn't had Lily yet. So Juliana Rose. Number three, my favorite movie. This is so cheap. I, everybody that knows me knows I'm a Disney freak. I <laughs> love Disney. Beauty and the Beast is my favorite. You know, the roses in the movie. Anyway, roses have just been like a recurring theme in my life. And nice. so anyway, little, and then when I, I actually hadn't thought of Rose yet. And I went to my mom and I said, what am I going to call this business? I said, I love the sound of little something cookie co little something cookie co. That's all I knew. Or actually it was little something cookies. And then I changed it to Cookie Co. after. But anyway, um, she was like, well, Rose, like what else would it be? How about Little Rose Cookie Co.? And I was like, oh, duh. Like that just sounded <laughs> so perfect. And it was, 
I never looked back. That's amazing. I love that story so much and so crazy about the psychics. Like literally, oh my goodness. And they didn't even know each other. No, no. Like just totally two different people. It was so bizarre. Crazy. That is so crazy. So you started with Little Rose Cookie Co. And when did you, you know, add in Lily Scribes, which is another business you have? Uh, So I think it was a year and a half in, about a year and a half in, um, there was another company that was making similar scribes and I had ordered one of the scribes um, and it was, it was good, but I knew it could be better. Number one, she had shut down her company. So I'm not, you know, stealing anybody's business. She had shut it down and I was like, no, I couldn't find scribes. I could only find one company like on the other side of the globe. And I was like, there's nobody really here doing this. So I researched and I found these uh, sticks that were a lot sturdier and thicker. And anyway, so a scribe tool, just for anybody listening, that's like, what the heck is a scribe? It's like this little cookie needle kind of thing that you use to spread the icing. So anyway, they're beautiful. They're beaded. You can match it to your logo. You can make it your favorite colors, whatever. Um, So I just, I poured my heart and soul into, you know, having this like umbrella company. Um, Right. And it was like a fun project for me. Now I'm glad I have it. It's, um, I, I love it. I still love it, but the cookies are my real passion. And that's kind of like an accessory to the cookies. Uh, and then obviously when I had Juliana, you know, the business Little Rose Cookie Co is kind of named after her. So I had started Lily Scribes and I was like, what am I going to call the second business? And my dad was like, you know, anyway, it was my dad. It's cute that my mom suggested Little Rose Cookie Co. And my dad suggested Lily Scribes because yeah. I felt bad that I, and it, the cutest part about it is that they're sister companies and right. they're named after two sisters. So anyway, <laughs> it's, I love that. Um, and yeah, it's a lot of fun and it's a, and it's actually the direction I'm headed. So what I want to do, Little Rose Cookie Co. is my focus, but I also want to branch off. People always say, are you going to expand your business? And I always say, yes, but not to like cupcakes or other desserts or pastries or whatever. I'm going to stick mostly to my niche, but I do want to expand in that. I want to start selling cookie decorating tools and have that brand for supplies as well. Wow. That is so amazing. And you know, they are the cutest little scribes. Like I don't even make cookies, but I'm like, can I use these for something else in my house? (laughs) People always say that, like they're just so pretty. You want to just have it in your drawer. Actually, they make very good cocktail and martini picks. Seriously. I was looking at them. I'm like that, or I wonder if I can shove them in a piece of corn. Like, I don't know. I'm thinking of all these different things. You just gave me another idea. Like Lily, Lily corn stabbers. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Um, you know, and it's really cool just to see you really built your, you know, your go-to person in cookies. You have built your brand to such an amazing place. And what are some things that you did to really build yourself as an authority in your niche and to really build yourself in your brand? I always say I want to be like the Willy Wonka of cookies. <laughs> That's like the goal. You know what I have done? I think a big part of it is that I've like really dove into the community. This is something that's been a recurring theme in my life. I have never really found a niche. You know how like there was that girl in high school that was like the volleyball girl or like, like I never really, I mean, I was in choir and stuff, but I never really felt wholeheartedly like at the core of a community. Does that make sense? Like I've always kind of been looking for that. And I feel like when I found this, it felt so right. I dove right into the community. Like I I was searching for, I was lucky to be invited into a pod group, like a post of the day group. Do you know what I mean? Like 
Um, so anyway, we all commented on each other's Instagrams and I just always looked for ways to join groups. And then I feel like my name just kept coming up amongst all these little groups and not to say like, oh, I'm so well known or popular in the cookie world. There are so many that are beyond me, but um, I feel like I have started to establish myself a little bit in the community and um, and I always reach out to those that are better than me and like, you know, um, bigger than me and better at decorating than me. And I always just surround myself with those people and make sure I'm connecting with them in a genuine way. I love, you know, connecting with uh, some of the people I really look up to. So I don't know, I guess I'm just, I think being really social as I am has helped me a lot, just not being, and so it doesn't mean that I'm not necessarily shy sometimes, sometimes I am, but I just, I have such a desire in my heart to do this that I just step outside of my comfort zone and say, hey, like that really inspired me. How did you do that? And then joining groups and does that make sense? Just kind right. of immersing myself in the community and not being afraid to do that because I love it. Right, and I think, you know, a lot of, entrepreneurs, especially, um, you kind of have to not look at people as if they're your competition because we can all learn and grow from one another. And I think it's so easy to get caught up in a mind frame of, oh, I don't want to be connected to my community because I don't want them to gain the attention of my audience, my customers, my mm -hmm. clients. But it's really the opposite because when you make mm -hmm. yourself known in your community, it really helps you build your um, craft and really build your brand as well, because you're getting the support from other people doing the same thing, right? 100%. Like it's not a cliche. It's not cheesy to say community over competition. That is literally what has got me to this point. And I hope to get help others grow too. And um, that's what I've experienced so far. And we always joke, like people in the cookie community say like the cookie community is the best community. You know, the, the joke is that, and I love all you cake people out there. You're all amazing. I have never experienced this myself, but sometimes they're like, oh, cake people are so catty. I've never experienced that. But I'm like, the cookie community is so, and all the bakers that I've ever encountered. I swear, I have never met one single baker that has been like, oh no, I'm not going to help you. Any question I ask, I don't know that people have been wonderful. And I hope to be that, you know, for other people that reach out to me asking for help too. That is so amazing. And I think also it's, you know, if you're authentic and genuine and the reason why you're reaching out to somebody, there's no reason for them to be any type of way to you, right? Like, Absolutely. why would they be? <laughs> yeah. If you're coming from a genuine place for sure. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, you built a pretty large following. So how did you do that? Was it again, like just really connecting with other people or what are some tips you have in terms of building your following? That came from a really organic and genuine place of um, two things, I think. There might be more than two, but two I can think of right now. Number one is that I'm very much a family person. And for locals, people that have ordered my cookies before, like they know that when they come to pick up cookies, I mean, unless I'm extremely busy, I ask, hey, how's your daughter? How was her first birthday? Like, And it doesn't come from a place uh, with any agenda. It comes from a genuine, my family is a family family. Right. And, you know, that's what I think it comes through with my clients. I always ask them, hey, how are you? So they follow me. And then I share my story too, right? Like, um, being really personal here, like I've been through a lot and, you know, I'm a single mom of two little toddlers and, um, I've had to come through a lot of, um, you know, challenges 
and I've shared most of it, you know, I've shared so much and people have followed the journey and um, I've just been open and just showed them my day to day. And I think people, I think people love connection, right? They love to feel connected and I'm the same way. So like, you know, I'll post a video saying, Hey, uh, like just an example, uh, Juliana did this today and it was so funny and so cute. And people will be like, Oh my gosh, my daughter's the same age. And we'll like get into a full chat, um, about, you know, our kids are, so anyway, I think it's just the connection. I have a genuine, um, like thirst for connection with people. I love, uh, hearing people's stories and I love sharing mine. And I do think that's where a lot of the people ask me all the time, like, did you buy some followers? (laughs) I'm like, no, (laughs) Uh, I don't even know how to do that. (laughs) Um, no, I just share my story. And then I love to give too. So I'll do things like giveaways. Like I love just gathering a bunch of things or putting some cookies together and saying, okay, let's go guys. Who wants to win? And then, and you know, being completely transparent. Of course that helps the business too, you know, follow me like this picture and then you can win something. And then people see, Oh my gosh, how did she get 27,000 followers? Let's follow and see what this girl's up to. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. That's kind of, I think most of how I've done it. That is so awesome. And that's something like I always talk to, you know, my clients about all the time is really just being yourself and letting your audience see you. Because when you have that, you know, human connection, it's so much easier to build that no like trust with your audience and they Mm -hmm. know who's behind the business. And it's way easier for them to want to support you and trust you when they know who you are and they know what your mission is and they know your personality and all these things that come from a place of connection. Right. Yeah. And I'm sure that, you know, like you were saying, you know, you check in with your clients, how was your daughter's first birthday and things like that. And, you know, you're, it seems like your audience, your clients are very loyal to you. And amazing. Every single one, I swear I have had almost no bad experiences. Everyone's incredible. That's amazing. And, you know, I'm sure again, that probably comes from that place of that you've got, you've taken the time to really get to know them. Right. Mm -hmm. It's so true. And to piggyback on something that you just said that I I feel like I don't want to skim over because you said it and it's so important, especially with the nature of your podcast. I want to throw this out there for everybody. So one time, because my mom's like, oh, you're so good at social media. Can you do my page? So my mom does, you know, mindfulness consulting and um, mindfulness training and things like that. So I was like, yeah, let me make you a page, an Instagram page. And I was so excited because this is something I love. I love social media. Um, And so I made her this page and it was good, but it was not my mom. And that was something I was missing at the time. It was me and it was not my mom's vibe at all. And I was like, you should make some videos. Videos are like, people love videos and that makes them feel connected. And she's like, but that's not me. And she's right. If she had gone and made videos, people would be like, there's something fishy here. Like it would just seem off, I think. And my mom, um, you know, she's, she's finding her style and she's not, she's not one to go in front of the camera and do, you know, something like, uh, for everybody to see, like she has her specific way of doing it now. And she's very good at doing it in her authentic way. And that is so, so this is me, the way I do it. You know, I love hopping on and being like, Hey guys, listen to this. So I just did this (laughs) and that. And they're like, Oh my God, even if it's nothing to do with cookies, it's part of the day. It's part of the journey. Right. So exactly. my mom's found a way to do that. And I think that's what everybody needs to find. What is the way that feels like, like you, because that's how things are going to click. You know, that light bulb moment I had, that's how people are going to start to have their, you know, follow their right, true, authentic path. 
So it's so true. And it's something too. I notice a lot of people when they are really stepping into social media, they feel like they have to say things the way other people in their industry are saying, but it's like, if you don't say the word y'all, why are you saying it in your post? Because when people meet you, you're not going to say, Hey y'all. Right. And it was something, it's like something I struggled with at first because, you know, finding my voice and my industry, it was like, I was, you know, looking at all these amazing social media coaches that Mm -hmm. really already knew what they wanted to do with their business. And when I first started mine, I remember saying like, I don't know my voice yet. And it takes a while to learn what your voice is. Yeah. Yeah, totally. (laughs) That is so awesome. It's been so nice hearing your story, but I have one more question for you. Okay. And it's what's your favorite boss babe quote and why? Okay. So, uh, I, I love Almost as much as I love Disney, I love the Kardashians. Everybody's, <laughs> I'm going to get some, oh my God, stuff. But I do. I love the Kardashians. I, I spend so much time watching like Gaia and like learning and self-development, reading self-development books, not reading, listen to, because I don't have time to sit down and read. But anyway, right. um, but my junk TV show, and I shouldn't call it junk because I've learned a lot, is the Kardashians. And right. one time in an interview, Kim Kardashian said, and I'm going to probably mess up this quote, but it was something to the effect of <clears throat> somebody asked her how she's been so successful up until this point with all her business ventures and all her you know, passion projects and things that she has um, dove into. She said... I think along the way, something to the effect of, I think along the way, things have come to me that feel authentic. Something resonates with me and they've felt authentic. And those are the things I've pursued. And that's why I've been successful because I've done it at a time when it feels authentic and it resonates with me. And that quote resonated with me because I said, holy moly, like I didn't even realize that's what I've been doing this whole time. That is exactly and not this whole time, like up until this point, I don't feel like I've, I've ever found, I don't know, I was just looking in all the wrong places, but this felt so authentic to me. I felt that light bulb. I felt that spark in my soul. And I think that's what she was talking about in that quote. So anyway, I don't even know what the quote is to answer your question, but it's something to that effect. If you follow those authentic feelings in your soul and you, and you, find the things that resonate with you and you follow those things. That's how you're going to bring the best to this world. That's how you're going to, um, that's how you're going to find your true, what you're meant to do. And that's a big passion of mine, helping other people. I feel so humbled and grateful that I have found this for myself, that I can raise my daughters independently, um, set a good example for them, how to work hard, how to, accept only the best for yourself and, and, and give that to other people too. And that's why I want to help other people find what their true, true passion is in life and that they can live their most authentic, best life. Oh, I'm such a cheese girl. I'm literally crying. (laughs) I'm a cheesy, cheesy girl. Oh my gosh. I'm literally, guys, if you saw me right now, I'm like bawling. (laughs) I'm like, I can't, I'm like, I, I'm like, I can't make a sound. I'm like ready to start whimpering. Over I know. Here. I know. That I get emotional so when I talk about it. Yeah. yeah, honestly. And it's, it's something that, you know, as you're speaking, it's like, it means a lot to me too, because I think it's so easy to, 
as women say yes to things that don't feel right to us. And I think, yeah, I'm like going to start crying, but it's, it's so true. I see it all the time. You know, we accept lower pay. We accept jobs that are not right for us just to try and make ends meet instead of finding, you know, what feels right. And really when you find what's right for you, you're going to find the most success in that because you're going to have that passion behind you. Like what we've been talking about this entire time, right? Yeah, Yeah. Imagine, you know, you were in a position where you weren't doing something you were so passionate about, you wouldn't be building this amazing brand for yourself and something to really show your daughters how to follow their dreams. Right. Right. And And then it's not a service to anyone else and it's not a service to yourself to do that. So yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. That was the best ever. Like yeah, my that new was so fun. <laughs> and who knew Kim Kardashian? Like <laughs> I know. You know what? I take so many life lessons from the Kardashians somehow that I'm like, oh, I really love anyway, love the Kardashians. <laughs> yeah, you need to make like Kardashian themed cookies. Like, girl, I will buy them all. <laughs> You're giving me so many ideas right now. <laughs> yes. <That> is- <laughs> That is so amazing. Thank you so much for being a special guest on the podcast. It was literally such an honor to have you. Thank you so much. It was my honor and my pleasure. So happy to be here. Guys, make sure you go ahead and follow Stephanie at Little Rose Cookie Co. Give them a follow, show your support and go get yourself some cookies. I will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Hey Social Babes podcast. If you liked this episode, don't forget to share it to your Instagram stories. And until next time, stay social.